Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode. All right, all right, all right. Of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Welcome back. Welcome back. They tease him a lot because they, never mind. Yes. <laughs> Lord, I wouldn't try to take you there. I was trying to add Welcome my own back. sound effects to the introduction. Podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Life. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. We are so glad for you to join us again mm-hmm. in this, what, third installment? Yes. Of the power of forgiveness which is so important. If you have not listened to the last two podcasts, part one and part two, we suggest that you avail yourself to those episodes. (laughs) Uh, As they say in church, you owe it to yourself. Yes. You would not be remiss. Remiss. If you missed it by going back to it. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It is one of those days. Y'all just continually, prayer warriors continually pray for us. So anyway, we are so glad to continue this discussion to Mm -hmm. be a blessing to you in the area of forgiveness, whether you are married or not, Mm -hmm. whether you want to be married or not, (laughs) or not, then um, forgiveness is for everybody. Mm -hmm. It is available to all of us, and we owe it to ourselves to extend forgiveness yes. to others. It is so powerful. Yes, yes. Powerful for our own self, mm-hmm. um, not just for the person we're forgiving, but forgiveness is for you. Yes. It releases you. It takes that weight off of you. Yes. It, it, I ain't going to say Mary, Mary, release the shackles, but... It take, definitely takes a weight off of you. So yes. last week we talked about, um, well, we kind of got into the spouse forgiveness when it comes to your spouse. We kinda, and we're going to continue with that train of thought. Yes. Um, so you say you love your spouse. Yes. Do you really love your spouse? Do you know what love entails? Let us take you there. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we are not going to read the entire uh, chapter, but we'll Mm -hmm. read verses 4 through 7. And again, in some versions of the Bible where it says charity, it is translated into the word love. So I'm going to read it in the King James Version first. Mm -hmm. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not, charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not have, excuse me, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, Believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. 
that is love. That was that is what the Bible tells us love is or charity mm-hmm. is. So if you read it in the Passion Translation, which or is my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite <laughs> translations, um, it says, "Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refused to be jealous." When blessing comes to someone else, love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honestly and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter. That's so important in marriage to have a safe place of shelter. For it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure or defeat, for it never gives up. So again, going back to the question that Doug posed, so you love your spouse. I suggest you read 1 Corinthians and see what love is and make sure that you are not... um, doing any of these things that the Bible is telling us what love is not. Mm -hmm. I can hear somebody out in podcast land thinking, well, I love my spouse. I just don't forgive them for what they did. I hear hear it out there. Mm -hmm. I love them, but I don't forgive them. It's like, well, and I'm not going to keep going through the the previous podcast because we, we said when we started this, you know, you probably need to listen to the first two. But coming back to the Lord's Prayer, if you don't forgive those who trespass against you, the Lord said he won't forgive you. Right. So it, it it's a cycle, um, circle of life. Going back to Lion's King, you seed time and harvest, all those things. Um, you plant a seed, you you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. And so um, you just, uh, in the Passion Translation, explained or showed or read what love is. And love covers all. I I know that's in the Bible somewhere. It might be in 1 Corinthians 13, but it says love covers all. And if you and your spouse are going through something right now, and you're like, oh, I can't ever forgive, then I dare say you don't love your spouse because love covers all or love conquers all. It's, it's, in, it's in the Bible. I know I'll, there's a scripture that says love covers a multitude of sins. Ah, Is that what there. you're referring to? Nah, it's in there. It's in there. Okay. It's like Pringle. It's in there. Or maybe it's not in there. Maybe that's just something um, that one of those... Um, I want to, I was going to say urban sayings. One of those sayings that people say this really, they say it's in the Bible, but it's really not. So I'll try to find it for you. But um, did you want to, are you looking for the scripture? Cause I trying. was, yeah, I was yeah, looking. Yeah, you mm-hmm. covering me. See, my wife's covering me. I appreciate that. Yes. Because <laughs> Doug's out there saying, I know it's in the Bible. I know First Peter 4 and 8 says this, above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. Well, I can hear the person saying, 
But what they did, love didn't cover. (laughs) 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 We always go find a way out. Try to find a way out. And if you're trying to find a way out, you just go on one out. Well, Proverbs 10 and 12 says this. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Ah, there we go. So he was in the word, y'all. Yeah, he there was, we go. He was in the word. There we go. He, he was somewhere in the book. Proverbs Where? 17, uh, I'm sorry, Proverbs 10 and 12. Yep. And I just read it in the English yep. Standard Version. Yep. Okay, dear. All right, let's Thank move you. right along. Yeah, I was like, I know it's in there. So love covers all. So, and no matter what, what the person did, and we we're gonna talk. Um, I want to talk to spouses, um, those that are married specifically right now, because I want to go to Luke twenty two and thirty four in the um, NIV version, and this is when Jesus was on the cross, and you know he's on the cross, you know being whipped. Nails the whole nine. You can you can read the story, and he and Jesus is on the cross, and he says, "Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing." And I think that is so um, powerful when it comes to marriage, because if you think of the the um, podcast we did last year, we talked about roles and responsibilities when we talked about Christ in the church. And how marriage should emulate Christ in the church. Mm -hmm. Jesus right now is saying he's on the cross, but he's still doing ministry. He's on the cross, but he's saying forgive people who they don't even know what they're doing. So I want to speak not just to couples at this point, but I want to speak specifically to husbands. Because there may be um, some of you out here listening to me right now and and you. You're like, my wife did this, my wife did that. And Jesus is showing you um, in Luke 22 and 34 that even in your worst moment when you're being persecuted and even when you're going through something that's public and everybody can see your trouble or the test you're going through, he's still like, hey, forgive them. Mm-hmm. And it is, you know, Christ in the church. So right. you have to. And he's talking about the people who whipped him. Yeah. The people who crucified mm-hmm. him and spat on him. And yes, yeah. they did just about everything imaginable uh, to Jesus Christ. And he's telling God to forgive them. And you can't forgive your spouse because they said you look fat in that dress. Uh-oh. Or they saying they don't like your hair. Uh-oh. Or... I can't believe you said that. Or they came home an hour late. Or they spent an extra $500 that wasn't in the budget. And, you know, I'm just throwing stuff out there. You pick yours. But you're saying you can't forgive. And Christ is the epitome of <laughs> forgiveness. Yeah. He set the highest standard and the highest example for us to follow, yeah. especially for those of us who say we are Christians. That means to be Christ-like. So I can't, I can't emphasize or stress enough where Jesus is asking the Father to forgive those who are misusing him, who are abusing him, who mistreated him, who did all those things Renee just said to him. And you just... You can't, 
you can't be a disciple if you don't have discipline. And there are going to be tests and trials that you're going to go through in marriage. And and I, I think one of the things, like I say, one of the things that was telling in his statement, Jesus' statement, was that he said, forgive them for they don't even know what they're doing. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. our spouses, they really just don't know they offended us or they did something to us. And it because they're just being themselves. And we've talked about this on p- previous podcasts where your personality is one way, my personality is another way. And sometimes you're just being yourself. Mm-hmm. And you could offend somebody and, you know, hurt somebody or cut somebody deep. And you don't even realize what you're doing because you're just being you. So husbands, here's the example that Jesus has given us that even when things are public, even when everybody seems like everybody knows your business, when in the reality is everybody does not know your business, um, it can it looks like it and you're going through a test and trial, but you still have to forgive. That that is foremost and it's it takes it takes you to another level in ministry when you can be persecuted but still do ministry. Where you could still go through a storm in life or a trial, tribulations, and still bless somebody and still be out there and say, you know what? Even though I'm going through this in my personal life, I'm still gonna bless so and so. I'm still mm-hmm. gonna pick up so and so and take, you know, take you to church or, you know, give you some clothes or give you some money or whatever it may mm-hmm. be, even though things may be going wrong in my own life. Yeah. And specifically in marriage. You still do ministry, the ministry of a husband or the ministry of a wife. Mm-hmm. That takes character and integrity. When you stand in that ministry or in that role and you say, you know what, regardless of what my husband did, regardless of my what my wife did, I'm still going to do what I'm supposed to do. Not take that as a sign to say, you know what, she messed up or he messed up, so I don't have to go home go home tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't have to work and pay the bills. I don't have to do my part cuz I'm mad. Yeah. Because they offended me. No, it doesn't work like that. The Bible talks about an eye for an eye. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So you don't have to seek to harm your spouse because they hurt you, whether it was intentional or unintentional. Like Doug said, in some cases they'll just be in themselves. And they're not intentionally trying to offend, but you get offended and you use that as an opportunity to, you know, seek out a way to, you know, not do your part or to offend in return. And Douglas and I say this all the time. You are not each other's enemies. Y'all are on the same team. I was about to say the same thing. I was Mm -hmm. about to say it. Same team. Same team. Same team. It's like being on um, the same team, but you you playing basketball. I'll just name a sport that we just happen to really enjoy in this house. And your teammate gets the ball, and they're in a position to get a three-point shot or a layup, and you snatch the ball from them. <laughs> Why? And you go down the other end and, and you score go to the, the other team. Yeah, and you run down to the opposite yeah. side. Um, no, it doesn't work like that, and or it shouldn't work like that. 
So you have to learn to forgive your spouse and continue to do what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I say this all the time, when it's all said and done and we stand before God, we all want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I want the Lord to say to me, Renee, you was, you did what you were supposed to do as a wife. I can't go to God and say, God, Doug didn't do, and he made me mad, and this, that, and the other. Doug, no. Did Renee do what she was supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So you could replace my name and put your name in there and say, did Sally, did Sue, did Jane, did John, did Don, did Dave? I can name You can them. go on with I, names. And, yeah. and never name everybody's <laughs> name. Um, but just put your name in that spot and say, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Have I forgiven? Have I asked God to show me any areas of unforgiveness. We talked about this in previous podcasts because sometimes there are hidden pain that we have suppressed and covered up so long we don't even realize it it exists. Mm -hmm. And that's how we end up hashing out unforgiveness towards our spouse. So it's important to make sure that you're in right relationship with God so that you could make things a right relationship with your, excuse me, Mm -hmm. with your spouse so that you can be in right relationship with God and vice versa. So Renee, you know what? So Doug, yes. (laughs) Okay. So last week I, we talked about how Adam and Eve the first family, how once they got kicked out of the garden, you know, they never brought up the fact that, hey, you know, mm-hmm. you got to forgive and we're in this spot right now. You know, this is where we are. And how do we move forward and go forward from that? Yes. If so, y'all trying to figure out what he's talking about, listen to last week's podcast. Yeah. Okay. So going back to what you were saying about husbands and wives, I want to take a look at another famous couple in the Bible, Job mm-hmm. and his wife, mm-hmm. how they did things differently. Yes. From Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden. Like I said last week, um, you never heard where they complained, well, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for that, no, hear about that. So Job, in Job, the second chapter, verse 9, Job's wife tells him, after everything happened, again, you could read the book of Job up until that point. Um, you know, Job was doing good, and then he lost everything. His wife... Job's wife, Mrs. Job, came to him and said, curse God and die. So to my single people, this is what I got for you, my single people who are listening. We tell you very all the time in very different ways and different formats. You have to be careful who you marry. Because just because somebody looks good and gives you a piece of gum in church or whatever it may be, it, that may not be the person for you. And I, because you have no idea what their, um, what their test will be in life. And so if you marry the wrong person and they start and God calls out their name to Satan, like he did, like he did for Job, he said, have you considered my servant Job? Job went through all of this because God, you know, called him out. Basically God, um, announced him to Satan or Mm -hmm. presented him to Satan And so be careful, my single people, who you marry and why you get married. Because when you marry somebody, you go in covenant with them. And you, I'm not going to go through all the previous podcasts we've done on that. 
But I thought it was interesting that Job's wife, she's like, hey, you did something, curse your God and die and move on. Now, in chapter 42, the Bible states Job basically got double for his trouble. But the Bible never mentions Job's wife again after that. I don't know if Job got married again. I don't know what happened to Mrs. Job. Mm-hmm. But she was never mentioned again after that statement. So be careful, spouses, about when you get in a situation. Because maybe, I, I'm, let me put it to you like this. I know I'm anointed to be your husband. I know that. And you are anointed to be my wife. Because you could put up with things that I'm pretty sure nobody else could put up with when it comes to me. I get that. I understand that. And so... Husbands and wives, when you are going through something, maybe it's just God saying to to the enemy, have you considered my servant, whoever? Mm -hmm. You you fill in your name there. And maybe that's why you're going through what you're going through. It's not so much that you mismanaged the money or you stepped out or, you know, did whatever. It's just God testing your character there and testing the character of your spouse. Yes, and try or trying to make you stronger mm-hmm. through that adversity. Because if you never go through anything in your marriage, how could you all grow as a couple? Yeah, and you know sometimes you have adversity that is, as you would say, Doug, self inflicted. You have some adversity that um, is the enemy, which a lot of times we like to blame the enemy for everything. Um, but in some cases, and a lot of people don't talk about this, some storms God sends. Yeah. And so you have to recognize or discern a a storm that God has sent and pass the test, if you will, mm-hmm. um, and not and two are stronger together. So if you're going through a test, you don't want to be divided. You don't want to be at each other. You don't want to have, you know, ill feelings toward each other. Fight through it together, not against one another. Yeah. Um, no, oh, because we're in this thing together. Yes. We're in it together and we're in this point in our marriage together. How do we get out of this together? It's not how do I get out of this situation and leave you in it or vice versa. Mm-hmm. It's how do we get out of this together? Because we're a team. And I love you. Yes, and I love you too. So we're going to figure out, because like like you said, there's some things God sends your way that you can't pray yourself out of. You can't fast yourself out of. And I know I was talking about praying and fasting, but there are some things that God sends your way that you just, Lord, we in this thing together. How do this is where we are right now? Some stuff you just have to go through, and I don't know how we got on this tangent with the power of forgiveness, but somebody needed to hear it. Yeah, (laughs) because they're in the situation and they're they're trying to figure out who did what, and sometimes it's just God putting you in that situation. So you trying to you mad at your husband, and your husband's mad at you. The husband's mad at the wife. The wife's mad. It's like you you everybody's mad at each other, but they're you're just here. We are. This is where we are. And so you probably need to forgive each other because you probably said some things that you shouldn't have said, did some things you shouldn't have done. And now we just have to deal with the situation that we have. The hand has been dealt to us. Yes. And I, I want to read Colossians 3 and 13. This is the New Living Translation. 
It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. I love that. Make allowance for each other's faults. So don't expect your spouse to be perfect. Mm, mm, mm. Your spouse is going to mess up. Your spouse is going to miss it. Your spouse is going to not get something right. Your spouse is not going to do it the way you do it because that's why you married them, because opposites attract. If y'all were exactly alike, you would not have married them. I would not have married me. I get on my nerves sometimes. And that might be another podcast, Learning to Forgive Yourself. Um, oh, I thought she was going to say something else. Um, I don't know what you was going, thought I was going to say. Because you was like, I, I get on my nerves, my own nerves sometimes. That's another podcast. Where I was like, you going to do a podcast where you get on your nerves? <laughs> get on your no, own nerves. No. No. Because sometimes you know you miss it yourself. Yeah. And you... We beat ourselves, we're our own worst critic, and sometimes we don't forgive ourselves. So mm-hmm. that might be a, a whole nother uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't want to kind of go in that direction. Okay. Um, so Colossians 3.13, the New Living Translation, make allowance for each other's faults. Of course, y'all know me. I'm going to read it in the Passion can Translation. I, can I say something before Let you get to the Let me read it in the Passion Translation can, first. Can I say something, please? I guess. Whew. You forgive I me? forgive you. Thank you. <laughs> Make allowances for each other's faults. I cannot tell you how many years I got this wrong when it comes to your birthday and our anniversary. I'm not a gifts person. You are. And I can't tell you how many years I got that wrong. You want me to tell you? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't expecting that, y'all. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and, and husbands and wives say, you should know by now, or you should make allowance for each other's faults. False, yes. And and let me help you out, uh, gentlemen. Ladies, our husbands are not mind readers. Now, husbands, wives are not either, but I think women have a tendency to say what you just said. Um. What you I should you should know by oh. now kind of mentality. Um, unfortunately, women, sometimes, you know, you said it last year and the whole 11 months go by and they may miss it again. Make allowance for each other's faults. Sometimes they are repeated because that's who they are. And it doesn't mean they love you any less or that they don't care about you. They just... That's just a fault of theirs um, when it comes to your relationship. May I read the Passion Translation? Yes, please. Okay. In the Passion Translation (laughs) of Colossians 3 and 13, it says, Tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith, forgiving one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. If you find fault with someone, Release the same gift of forgiveness to them. Forgiveness is a gift. Mm. It is a gift that God gave us. It is a gift that we should keep giving to others. We already talked about how many times? 70 times 7. <laughs> 490 <laughs> times. You got to go to um, the first podcast gotta, about this. Yes. And to get the math right, you got to go to the second podcast because yeah. we kind of I kind of messed up the math, but in any event, 
Um, so forgiveness is a gift. Yeah. And tolerate. Tolerate. I know that word is like tolerate. tolerate. Hey. Yeah. Tolerate. Mm. That means you got when they get on your last nerve. You gotta you gotta put up with it, mm. <laughs> basically. Put up and shut up. Cause we I think human nature is human nature says, I don't wanna have to deal with this. I don't have to tolerate this. I don't have to put up with this. Mm. And the Bible is saying, tolerate. Tolerate it. It is part of the fruit of the spirit. Long suffering, endurance. Yeah, we don't want the fruit of the spirit. Only when it's convenient for us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, well, today we don't we don't want to operate in all nine. No. Well, today I'm just going to be uh, temperance or meekness. <laughs> I'm not going to be love. I'm not going to be, you know, gentle. I'm not going to suffer long. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to endure this anymore. Mm. But that's not what the Bible tells us. So it's important for us to continue to forgive so that we can be forgiven. God bless. We're out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.